57. Hot, hot. I don't believe what I just saw. Bill McKenzie kicks a 38-yard field goal on the final play of the football game. Great night to be a Mountaineer wherever you may be. From the home of the state's land-grant institution, inside the Health Plan Studios, in the Dale B. Miller Building in Morgantown, it's time for the state's most listened to sports talk show. This is the CityNet Statewide Sports Line. CityNet, go with the experts that know. And now, across the state of West Virginia and beyond, Sports Line is on the air. Happy Friday. Happy Cinco de Mayo, 5th day of May, 2023. And we welcome you into the CityNet Statewide Sports Line. Hunter's been on, uh, Hunter's drank 13 margaritas since <laughs> one this afternoon and uh, eaten about two and a half pounds of nacho chips. That's what you do, right? That's what, on, is that what you do on this day? I think day? some do that. Yeah, some. Uh, Hunter, Hunter, I'm just teasing about Hunter. Hunter doesn't drink, so nothing to worry about there. Big day for the margarita. Huh? Cinco de Mayo is a cool holiday. I mean, I, 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 not that I would imbibe, but no, I, I, I've never really celebrated. I, I think I should. <laughs> Senator, you, you've uh, attended a few of those. Sure. Right? Yeah. Sure. Good day. Yeah. Good day had by all. College kids getting ready to graduate. Probably a pretty good Friday night for them, right? Sun came out over. for the first time since 2021, <laughs> so that's good. Last final exam has been taken. It might be a little bit. Might be a little oh, bit. That's strong. a good point. Finals <laughs> did just end, didn't they? That's a good oh, point. Was that the greatest day? Was that the greatest day of the year? The 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 best. Yes. The best. Yeah, boy, I still have I still have post traumatic school system stuff in my head. I took the last final my senior year. The last possible time you could take a final. I had a final that time. Do you know how you did? Did you mail it in? I have no idea whatsoever how I did it. Did but you I try? Did. No, but I remember this. I remember walking from the final across the quad. And you talk about an anvil off of your head. You're just like, you're Vince McMahon in it, right? You're just kind of like, just elbows, just flailing. I'm now, was that, was that an actual class or was that like the fencing class you took? Actual class. Oh, okay. Yeah, actual good. class. Very I, good. Yeah, actual class. Then you get to the far side quad and you go, oh my God, now I got a real life I got to worry about. Yeah, that, that came right. That came quick. But I tell you what, the fact that I never had homework again, still to this day, is one of my great, one of my great feelings. One of the great feelings. No more homework. Right? Pretty good. No more homework? That's just stress me out. All right. Enough of that. On our program tonight, some baseball and some football. We will be joined in just a little bit by WVU defensive coordinator Jordan Leslie, Mountaineer Coaches on the road this week, this month, as they do evaluation, spring evaluation. So Jordan's back this way in town, and we'll talk with him about what's going on out there and his breakdown on spring practice. We'll get into that. Obviously, a massive weekend for the Mountaineer baseball program. West Virginia entertaining the Oklahoma Sooners in the first of three games tonight, which begins at 6.30 at Monongahela County Ballpark last night. We had Randy Mazie on earlier this week. We had J.J. on, right? That was mm-hmm. back on Monday. J.J. Weatherholt. And tonight, we're joined over at the ballpark by Metro News' Greg Carey as he gets ready to cover the uh, weekend get-together. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening. 
seemed to be a little subdued for a big weekend. I mean, he kind of came in with a little low energy, didn't he, Brad? I mean, I thought he'd be like, hey, I mean, what's the matter? What's, what's going on? Anything we can help you with? He chortled. He just gave me a chortle. He's got a lot of work to do oh, in the yeah. next three days. He's, he's got to type the agate in on the box score. <laughs> All right, Greg, so how long ago did you get to the ballpark? Oh, about a half hour ago. And? and it's going on nicely and yeah. beautiful evening. Yeah, traffic-wise, I was going to ask you that. Like, Could you sense that it's a big deal? Could you kind of get that feel as you made your way in? Yeah, and I can tell you that I believe this is the seventh home game I have been at and covered this season, but uh, this was certainly the longest wait to get in off the exit and to get into the parking area. Um, so you know, it seems like each time you come about 15 minutes earlier and everybody else kind of has that same thought. Yeah, yeah, it's a good problem. Greg, Greg has been, uh, Greg's been wondering all week which crowd goes bigger, tonight or tomorrow afternoon. We had Randy on last night. Randy thinks the 4 o'clock Saturday is like the optimum time because you can do things in the morning, still do things at nighttime. So he thinks that it's a, it's, it's a coin flip, but he's going Saturday at 400. Have you made a decision yet as to No, which I haven't. I, and I'll go with the, the ball coach. He's been to a few more of these than I. So yeah, uh, I, I do think they'll have a nice crowd. Weathers, as you said, helps all a great deal. Yeah. What's your takeaway, Greg, on this series? As you take a little bit of a look here at Oklahoma, what, sh- what should we expect? Well, it's a team that's, you know, every bit as hot as West Virginia, essentially. They've won six out of seven and coming off of a victory earlier this week over a nationally ranked Dallas Baptist team out of conference. So the Sooners are, you know, trying to play their way into the NCAA tournament discussion. And it's 500 in the Big 12, 9 and 9 overall in the league and 25 and 20 is their record for the season. This is a pretty prime opportunity as they continue to try to stack victories down the stretch. And I noticed, you know, a couple weeks ago they swept Texas. So obviously that was really what got this whole thing set in motion, but they've continued forward and appear to be playing their best baseball of the season coming to Morgantown. So no matter how well you're doing, it always seems like there's this goal ahead of you. It's like, oh, you know, okay, we just want to get in the tournament. Oh, want to host a regional. Now there's talk of being one of the top eight seeds and then being able to host a super regional as well if West Virginia gets that far. Is that realistic, Greg? I think that's fair to say it is because, you know, it's seemingly as the weeks have gone by, it's gone from, you know, a feel-good story to, well, this is a really good team. And, and obviously it's 34-11 and 11 overall. I think, you know, 40 wins at this point is a, very reasonable expectation even before Big 12 tournament play. And West Virginia is probably even thinking a little bit north of that. So you can get up to that 42-43 win mark. You're certainly going to be in the discussion among the top eight. West Virginia's pitching has been fantastic now, really, all season, and it hasn't quite mattered who's on the mound for the other team as well as they're hitting. When you break down this pitching matchup, what are you watching for both sides tonight? Yeah, and in particular for the Mountaineers, I mean, you've got one of your two workhorses in Ben Hampton. He's been pretty reliable in terms of you know, the outings that he's given you in the Big 12, five of the six times he's taken them on. He's gone at least six innings. So you know, he's, he's eating innings. He's giving you an opportunity to save arms throughout the weekend. But he's also giving you a chance to win games when he takes them on. So something in that six to seven inning mark, obviously, Randy Mays would accept by giving up a few runs. And on the flip side, Oklahoma's got its what appears to be its number two pitcher, Braxton Dufit, who's had some success four three overall, and he's thrown 57 innings, which is only seven fewer than Hampton. So he's also been a workhorse for the Sooners. But, 
you know, as you mentioned, the Mountaineers in the top of their lineup have done so much damage over this last few weeks that it'd be interesting to see if they can keep it going in the series opener. Do we have the lineups are posted right now, as of right now? No, I'm supposed to, yep. Okay. Weatherholt, where are we putting him tonight in the lineup? He is in the two slot, oh, right geez. behind Seven Tucker and in front of Landon Wallace. Yeah, yeah. I hope Landon Wallace's bruise, bruises are cured from last weekend. That guy, I mean, we were saying it was Cinco de Mayo. My man became a human pinata last weekend. He got doinked six times, six times. So they go, that's, that's been kind of the debate this year. Where do you put Weatherholt? Right? They flirted with a little leadoff at one point. Do you go to two, three? Where do you put him in that line? I mean, production-wise, it hasn't mattered, right? Right. But you put him in second. Now some of that run dri- driving in the runs uh, assists you. But you also don't want anybody in front of him because you want him to run the bags, too. So you can really hit him anywhere. Yeah. Good well, t- Tucker's hitting the ball so well, it's nice to have him in the leadoff. And obviously he can run, so he it's can. not like he's yep. clogging bases in front of J.J. Weatherholm. We're talking with Greg Carey. He's getting ready to watch West Virginia, Oklahoma. Greg Staying on the topic of Weatherholt, honors-wise, postseason honors-wise. So what do you think is already guaranteed for him, and what honor do you think he could achieve? Well, I'd say, which without question, he's you know, a, a lot for a first-team all-conference selection. But I think when you start to look on more of a national landscape, are you talking about an All-American? And I think at this point it's safe to say he'll certainly be up for several All-American honors. And, you know, I think everybody's kind of alluded to the average on base percentage, but it's not like he's somebody that's, you know, getting the majority of his hits as slash singles. He has mm-hmm. you know, an astronomical amount of extra base hits, and obviously a lot of that starts with his team leading 12 home runs. And as you guys alluded to just a few minutes ago, kind of gives you a little bit more of a conundrum on where you want to put him in that lineup. You know, I – I even think that West Virginia could consider putting him in the three slot if you wanted them to maybe get a little bit more opportunities to drive in runs. Right. But certainly what they've done between the number one and the number two slot has worked. And he has recently said on record he's a little bit more comfortable in the two-hole because he likes that idea of potentially doing a little bit more damage when he's able to find a gap or hit one over the fence. Well, very good. Greg, we appreciate your time very much. Uh, hopefully it's a great night. Uh, fortunately, the weather is going to be ideal, uh, obviously, for tonight, tomorrow. Teeny little bit of a mention of rain on Sunday, but everything looks like it can be played through. Yes, sir, go hey, ahead. Real quick, Greg, before we go, what what's the wind situation? Is there any? Is it blowing in or out? Very light in so far. I've, since I've been here, the flag's been blowing in, and it doesn't appear to be anything substantial. We call it a nominal wind. A nominal wind. Very good. All right, buddy. Good day. Uh, appreciate your time. Be good. All right, you guys have a good evening. All right, you bet. There he is, Greg Carey, WVMetroNews.com. We invite you to stay tuned. When we come back, we're going into Mountaineer football. WVU's defensive coordinator, Jordan Leslie, will join us when we return here Friday night. CityNet, statewide, sports line. Right now is PEIA open enrollment, but did you know you have options when selecting your PEIA coverage? The health plan is a West Virginia-based option and has been the most trusted carrier for over 40 years. With the popular $0 cost for routine lab work at all participating LabCorp locations and the use of telemedicine through Healthiest You, there are three plans to choose from. Make the health plan your choice. Remember, you have a choice with PEIA. Choose the health plan. Log on to healthplan.org for more information. Glad I'm home. Oh no, I forgot the milk, bread, the kids' notebooks, and all of this stress has given me a headache. Guess I'd better add Tylenol to that list. 
Ever find yourself in that situation? Call Fruth Pharmacy. Fruth has improved online ordering. Every item has an image and a clear description so you can see, search, and know exactly what you're getting. Fruth also has curbside pickup. Visit our website or give us a call and we'll get your items ready and bring them out to your car. Let us help ease the stress and the headaches. Fruth, your hometown family pharmacy. Live from the Health Plan Studios, the CityNet Statewide Sports Line returns in two minutes on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Metro News this morning, the biggest stories from around the state of West Virginia, when you want them. Brought to you by Burdett Camping Center, home of the RV warranty forever. Chris Lawrence at the Anchor Desk. We are ready to get the day started in West Virginia with all of the information you need. Kerry Hudasek brings you the day's headlines. Power companies will continue negotiations regarding the acquisition of the Pleasance Power Station, which is set to shut down in June. In an order filed Monday afternoon, the State Public Service Commission said those talks should continue, but didn't decide on a surcharge proposal to ratepayers. Kyle Wiggs at the sports desk. A lot of news surrounding the Mountaineer baseball team. They took a big jump in the polls following that weekend sweep of TCU. West Virginia in first place in the Big 12. They're ranked 17th by Baseball America. They're ranked number 18 in the D1 baseball poll. And Hoppy Kerchival's daily commentary. Metro News This Morning brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Listen where you get your favorite podcasts and online at wvmetronews.com. Weekdays at 3 on Hotline, we talk about what you're talking about in sports, popular culture, tech, and more. We pepper our daily lineup with renowned local and national guests with authoritative perspectives on a wide variety of topics from high school sports to Hollywood and the financial markets. Every day, Coop and I have irreverent discussions with you using texts and tweets, plus our exclusive content like the question of the day in or out in Beer Friday. Metro News Hotline, weekdays on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. What you need to know today is just a click away. WVMetroNews.com has the latest statewide news stories from the capital city to your hometown. Follow your favorite sports teams from high school to the pros. Hunting and fishing information is always on the outdoors page. And never miss your favorite Metro News program with live streams and archived episodes. Wherever you are in the Mountain State, the information you need is at WVMetroNews.com. CityNet Statewide Sports Line on this Friday night inside of our Health Plan Studios. Health Plan providing health coverage options. They've been the most trusted carrier for over 40 years. We say we talk some Mountaineer football. WV Defensive Coordinator Jordan Leslie joins us. Good evening to you, sir. How are you? Good evening, Tony. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. I had a thought about you as we were coming out of this break. and That was uh, obviously the music I was playing there was The Who. And so let's just talk a little music here because you caught me one day and you said, okay, greatest movie of all time. And as soon as I gave you the movie, you you immediately said, okay, fine, you and I can have conversations going forward. And I gave you <laughs> I gave you Shawshank Redemption. And you said, okay, yeah. you're, basically that made me like a made man in your world. Like, okay, you're a cool guy, right? Like if I would have come at you with like Pocahontas, mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have talked anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd have been the last. I wouldn't be on this phone call. Tony, if you said. <laughs> no, I, I understand. So, so when it comes to music, then, 
I have a feel, I think I know where you're living in that world, but like, would the who ever be on your list? Uh, I mean, I'm a, like music wise, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm a little probably all over the map. Yeah. I just, I don't like music that it's a lot like Shawshank. Like I don't listen or, or like music that doesn't tell a story. Okay. I got so, you. I get it. You know, like, um, I mean, it's hard to give you an example, but you know, I'm, I'm a big, um, being from Mississippi, obviously, but just because of the music and the history, you know, I love the blues, mm-hmm. um, you know, which, which in a lot of ways ties back into a lot of bluegrass and just di- different. Uh, most of the music I listen to, people don't know, you yeah, know, they've never heard of the person. So no, I get you. I get you. I get you. It's good. And I'm not a big mainstream guy, but I do, um, I, I do like I do like classic rock, you know. I think classic rock, you know, and I'm considering the Who classic rock. Right. I think there's some really good stories in some of the music, and you know, there's a lot of history of of um, of music and different things. And so, yeah, I'm not I'm not against it. No, I'm with you. Yeah, I'll tell you what, you might want to do some of these recruiting stuff. You got to do some traveling around. Uh, download the Shawshank Redemption soundtrack. Now, there's not a whole lot of words to it. But those music beds, that that'll that'll give you a tingle. That'll give you a tingle in the back of your neck, pretty good. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty run of the mill with the soundtrack. It's it's hard to beat Forrest Gump. <laughs> solid point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's yeah. no, that's that's a solid point. Okay, so enough of that. Um, recruiting wise, evaluation period. What was your week like? So I have, um, and how we do it, we have a primary area and, a, and really a secondary area and so obviously you're going to live in your primary and you're going to you're going to try to go into your secondary and, and see what you can do and my primary is uh cincinnati and dayton ohio um and what is unique since i've been here is ohio has no spring ball which I'm, was it, since i've been here i really wasn't used to right so in the south you know you go and evaluate in the spring and you you're watching football you're watching right. practices you're watching games and so and there's nothing wrong with 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 um with that it's just you have to find creative ways to evaluate whether that's their morning their, their normal workouts their normal lifts so in the last two years what cincinnati the area schools have done is they do these um combines by the school um and they're able to do football drills and, and workouts, you know, essentially without a ball. So you get to see what you need to see. So my week has been in Cincinnati and Dayton, Ohio. Great, great, great football in Southwest Ohio. Great players. Um, you know, we've kind of um, we broke through kind of over there last year with the Jackson Twins that we're excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, COVID kind of, <clears throat> me personally, you know, COVID was was something that was as you get into an area, right? As you start to get into it, that it, it puts you a little behind. But we caught up pretty quick and uh, made some good inroads over there in the 23 class and, and the 24 class. I'm real excited about. Um, that was that was what I did did all this week and and uh, good players got to see some some good ball, good coaches, good people over there. I enjoy it. So Jordan, in between recruiting trips, um, you know, 
practice has been done for the spring for two weeks now. So, so hey, did you have meetings, sits down with players? What, what was the general theme as you were talking to your guys before you left and now they have left for the next few weeks of, of at least a little vacation? Well, the biggest thing is, is you know, we always, you know, try to have an idea of what, what their plans are, you know, so you, you, you're, you this is the break really for players this is the big break, right? This is the one time that they get um, outside of after after the season that they get an extended time away from it. So, you know, for me, it's just make sure I understand where you're at, where you're going, um, so that if anything happens, I kind of have a bead on, on where and what. You know, other than that, it's just for us as, as, a, as a team and a group, um, made some huge strides just in simple football things. Um, and for me, it was the conversations with the leadership of the defense and then, and then my guys being now, you know, coaching the, the, uh, the spear, the, the field, the field edge defender, um, just continuing that improvement. And, you know, we can, there's some, I'm excited about this group. Um, and, and those conversations were, you know, really how, you know how good we want to be when we come back in June. Let's let's just keep this. What's the next step? Talked about those things individually and as a unit. Um, and you know this group, they've embraced you know what wasn't good enough and embraced what we need to do to get better. And it's a fun group to coach, really is. And so it, you know it's just pretty simple conversations about the next three weeks. You know don't don't just totally get away from. Um, your body and stay in shape and and, um, and then keep talking about the goals that we've set like I said individually and as a unit and and um, you know guys were they were all good all good we're talking with Jordan Leslie defensive coordinator for the WVU football team Jordan let's stay there for a minute so as you have you exited spring practice now and you have an eye towards next season what were a couple of those key areas you talked to your guys about? I know it's difficult to put a, a ranking order on them, but what were a couple of the key areas on the field that you're looking for improvement in? Well, the number one thing is tackling. That was as, as that's every group on defense uh, that we, we had to do a better job of. Um, and then, you know, I mean, and that's that's there's the thing about the the group was it's not really an effort issue. It's 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 one of those things you always go back and forth in today's game of how do you practice it? What do you do? What are the things you, you can do with things you're willing to do? Um, and you got to be smart about it, but we really put a huge emphasis on that. And, and, and we're real, and I give the coaching staff assistants a lot of credit. Um, we really, really were creative and we actually tackled a lot. And I mean, that was really our thing going in was there's only one way to get better at this, and that's to do it. And we were really, really creative with how we practice it. And, man, it, it, it really, really showed up, especially practices, you know, 9 through 14 in the spring game is whatever. But um, it really, really showed up. And that was the number one thing, um, you know, for us as, as a unit, uh, you know, group by group. You know, our front is something we had to, we had to fix at our pad level. Um, you play with two things. You play with hand leverage. You play with pad leverage. <clears throat> and so, um, and we're you know we're we're pretty we're pretty good size up front. And 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 it's hard to replace a player 
um, like Dante Steele's. But when you talk about the size of the guys, and only the last, last time anybody stood next to Sean Martin. Um, now the drawback to guys that are that long and big is is they just their nature. They they play a little higher. So it's one thing up front we really had to work on. We had to fix our second level um, drops in coverage. You know, as far as we we change some things, uh, how we do things, how we key things, which really really helped a little more. You know, probably common sense football, if you will. Uh, I'm not going to go into the schematics of it, but just kind of fixing some simple things there. And then secondary wise, it was just playing with confidence and making plays on the ball. And Again, we adjusted some things in the in the overall scheme of the defense that I think really really helped with that. You know, guys are, um, you know, we made a lot of plays and practices on the ball in the secondary in the spring, and and it's just when you're dealing with whether it's young guys or guys that are now have had a year in a system or a year at this level, then it's, you, they, the confidence comes through, and and they just they just they become a better player. And so and that's what the spring's for, and that's all it's for. So those are really the things that we focused on, um, and I think we made some gains and some strides in those. Talking with Jordan Leslie, Mountaineer defensive coordinator. So based on what you said and based on some of Neil's comments during the course of spring, is it fair to say that collectively you guys thought, for whatever reasons, that it became too much thinking on the part of the players, too much analysis, which led to some paralysis, and you guys said, wait a second, let's let's bring this thing back and let them just make it much easier. Is that a fair overview? Yeah, that's, that's, that's fair. And here's what happens, Tony. So, you know, you lose you lose your – by no means an excuse, but you lose your, your most experienced best player um, first game of the year. And so – and, and I totally, and y'all have heard me say this in press conferences, like I, I, the ownership is 100% on me. And But what happens is, is you feel like you're in a, you're in a boat and then there's, there's holes start to start to poke and leak and all, all this. And, and so you're trying to plug all the holes with all the fingers and toes you got. And you just feel like when if you just plug the big one and tread water, you'll probably be okay. So, you know, what we did was is we, with the experience or lack of, um, and the youth is we've probably tried to create too many things to try to cover too many holes. And sometimes that, that works. And, and there's some games that did work. <clears throat> um, but what happens is you end up creating, when you create much more defense, you, you sometimes create more issues than you had. And that is in the intent from everywhere, whether it's the coach or the player, and you're trying to cover is the intent is good, um, but the result was not was not good enough. So, you know, we went back and essentially said, "Here's here's what we got. Here's what we need. We think we went and got that. Here's what we feel they're going to be good at. That's what we do. And here's who we are. And our players have really really bought into that. And and they it it allowed us to have. You know, I say 14 because of the spring game, but 14 really, really productive practices. And, uh, and uh, like I said, I'm really excited about this group. So, Jordan, trying to, to establish that improvement defensively, you use guys that have been in the program, but then you also go out and, and look for transfers. Two-part question with this. Did you find position-wise, did you feel what you wanted to 
in terms of needs. And then you had three of those transfers that were with you in the spring. What did you think of Montre Miller, Keyshawn Cobb, and Day-Day Hawkins? Can they help you right away? Yes, I can. Um, you know, start with Day-Day. Day-Day is, has got a motor that runs hot, and it's one thing that stuck out on film for me um, you know, as we were evaluating him. He has good length. Um, he has good power, um, you know, and those those are things that, that when I say power and explosiveness, those are things that you guys have always heard me talk about, especially up front on defense. And I always talk about it over size, over speed, over length, over everything. And he has those things with a motor to go with it. Um, and he has a little bit of a <clears> – <throat> he's a big personality, but he has a little bit of an edge about it. And I thought with – when you when you lose a guy like Dante who has that that same mentality, then you know you try to you you, you need to find that that's that's a spark in the room. Um, you know, Montre and Keyshawn. The thing that sticks out about them is being able to play and find the ball, um, aggressiveness, and that is something that I thought we really really lacked for a number of reasons. And and sometimes it is the evaluation of the player on the front end, whether that's a high school or, or, or a transfer. Because when you talk about the word aggression, it's hard to make non-aggressive people aggressive. And so that is one thing that stuck out on film. And, and through those practices, you know, um, it's sometimes it's hard to tell at corner because of what you're asking to do, but at, at safety and then the number of positions that we'll play Keyshawn at. And he's aggressive. And that's what that's what I told the guys. Like that's what that's that's what we've tried to find was was aggression, especially at safety, whether it's spear, um, whatever it is. Like guys that play downhill to the football. Um, so watching those guys and and what we were evaluating and needing and looking for in the spring, I think we found it. Um, you know, and then until you get to games, you're not going to know for 100. percent But I'm really happy about those guys. And and you know the and and the ones that we've 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 signed up to this point, you know, Beanie Bishop is a guy who is an I think an elite special teams guy as a returner and I think is one of the best cover guys that we'll probably have had in a while. So obviously excited about him. And then the th- you know, I think that the one that that is gonna surprise some people is Tyron Bradley from Abilene Christian. He is you know, Tyron was a quarterback in high school. He was he was really an unknown player in a in an area that really in Texas, if you know anything about the recruiting in West Texas, it's it's a lot of a lot of, there's a lot of kids out there that go overlooked. Long story short, kid goes to Abilene, turns himself into a six three plus, two hundred and fifty pound plus edge defender. And I really, really like our guys that we've got there. I I, I thought we needed a little more strength, a little more size. And so he'll be used in a number of different ways. Uh, but his skill set on the edge is exactly what I was looking for. He's a 250-plus pound guy. I got to think he can play anywhere from 255 to 260. Long arm, big hands, play strong. Um, they can take, you know, when we see, you know, a lot of those teams, especially in the Big 12 now, that, you know, a lot more 12 tight end-based personnels that you see than people think. And, you know, they'll formation you to get you – to get hats or surface area on, on your lighter side of your defense. And you got to have a ways to combat that. And one, one of the only ways to do it is make sure you got the personnel that can. So 
and that's where he fits. And so, and we're still we're still in the process of of recruiting and filling some needs. But I like where we are. I like I like the pieces that we've added. I like the pieces that we're, that we're after. You mentioned Sean Martin a little bit ago, Jordan, and he's obviously a guy we've been watching here for a long time. He felt like last year there were some moments when he was getting ready to break out and had some, some certainly some big moments. What do you expect out of him? What will we see this year? Where is he taking the biggest step forward? You know, I think it's I, – I went back and I talked about aggression with, with Keyshawn. And when I watched the, the, the last part of the spring with Sean, you can always tell when a young player kind of – it kind of clicks and it starts to get it and that's exactly what they do they they play they they turn loose and they play aggressive and i think that's where sean is and 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 i'll be honest you know i think that when 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 that happens that sean is going to be a very very special player um he you know when he when he that and that switch and i think he's close when it flips and he leaves it on on Saturdays. He's there's a lot of things that Sean Martin can do. He has elite size. He has elite length. And now he's starting to as the body, the strength and how to support that body comes along with it. And he, he starts to feel, all right, yeah, this is the kind of guy that I can, you know, this is the guy I can be. And he gets confidence in that. Then, you know, he um, and and if you've ever, you know. Outside of coaching, I don't, and nobody would know this, but you sit there and you do some like hand drills with him and stuff. Like that's a that's a lot of man, you know. That's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a lot of arm, a lot of hands that come at your chest and trying to tell him, hey, you know, you punch him here and then he punches you. You're like, all right, don't do that anymore to me. And um, but he 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 really is. He's great human being, unbelievable family, um, and he'll be a guy that that. And like I said, when that switch clicks, he, he's no doubt uh, a guy that will have an unbelievable college career, and, and I think he'll be a pro uh, if, he keeps gro- if he keeps growing, especially you know, mentally and, and maturing and, and playing with that type of confidence and aggression that, that we've talked about. So, you know, the sky's the limit for Sean. Outstanding. All right, buddy. Appreciate your time. Someone texted in if you're as far as musical performers. Uh, you're probably familiar. You're familiar with uh, Paul Thorne? Oh, yeah, Paul Thorne, Tupelo, Mississippi. Yeah, there you go. See, someone suggested that to you, so you're already mm-hmm. on that one. So you oh, yeah. Not a surprise. Not a surprise. Yeah. All right, <laughs> have, a, have a great weekend, my friend. We do appreciate your time. We'll see you soon. Awesome. Thank All you, right, guys. Buddy. Thank you very much. Right. There he is, Jordan Leslie. Great insight there. Feels good. Feels good with what he's got. I like it. Yeah, well, they, you know, they feel they've filled some holes uh, from the portal and, you know, a couple of – True freshman as well. We didn't even get into James Hurd. We just didn't have time. But uh, they, f- they feel like they've added pieces that they needed badly to add. We'll talk more about that and uh, a few other things coming up. We invite you to stay tuned. Our text line, 304-TALK-304-304-TALK-304. Talk Hunter's also moved in to the Mountaineer Baseball Score Center. We'll get an update when we come back on the CityNet Statewide Sports Line. Think your business is too small to be targeted by hackers? Think again. We all hear about the hacks at big companies, but mostly cyber attacks and ransomware threats hit small businesses like yours. These malicious cyber attacks can have a devastating effect on your business, your customers, and your reputation. There's never been a more important time to secure your business technology. Take the first step and call CityNet, West Virginia's trusted technology partner at 844-CityNet, online at citynet.net. 
If a fire occurred in your home, would your smoke alarms work? Don't wait for a tragedy to find out. Smoke alarms are designed to give you and your family the precious seconds you need to safely escape. Test your smoke alarms every month by pressing the test button until the alarm sounds. Depending on the type of battery in your smoke alarm, you may need to change the batteries at least once a year or whenever the low battery warning chirps, and never remove the batteries for any reason. Remember, having working smoke alarms is not only a good idea, it's the law. A message from the West Virginia State Fire Marshal's Office. Live from the Health Plan Studios, the CityNet Statewide Sports Line returns in two minutes on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Metro News this morning. The biggest stories from around the state of West Virginia, when you want them. Brought to you by Burdett Camping Center, home of the RV warranty forever. Chris Lawrence at the Anchor Desk. We are ready to get the day started in West Virginia with all of the information you need. Kerry Hudasek brings you the day's headlines. Power companies will continue negotiations regarding the acquisition of the Pleasant's Power Station, which is set to shut down in June. In an order filed Monday afternoon, the State Public Service Commission said those talks should continue, but didn't decide on a surcharge proposal to ratepayers. Kyle Wiggs at the sports desk. A lot of news surrounding the Mountaineer baseball team. They took a big jump in the polls following that weekend sweep of TCU. West Virginia in first place in the Big 12. They're ranked 17th by Baseball America. They're ranked number 18 in the D1 baseball poll. And Hoppy Kerchival's daily commentary. Metro News This Morning brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Listen where you get your favorite podcasts and online at wvmetronews.com. Weekdays at 3 on Hotline, we talk about what you're talking about in sports, popular culture, tech, and more. We pepper our daily lineup with renowned local and national guests with authoritative perspectives on a wide variety of topics from high school sports to Hollywood and the financial markets. Every day, Coop and I have irreverent discussions with you using texts and tweets, plus our exclusive content like the question of the day in or out in Beer Friday. Metro News Hotline, weekdays on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. What you need to know today is just a click away. WVMetroNews.com has the latest statewide news stories from the capital city to your hometown. Follow your favorite sports teams from high school to the pros. Hunting and fishing information is always on the outdoors page. And never miss your favorite Metro News program with live streams and archived episodes. Wherever you are in the Mountain State, the information you need is at WVMetroNews.com. World-class cancer care, closer than you think. At every WVU Cancer Institute location, you're being treated by expert physicians who utilize leading-edge technology, groundbreaking research. The state's top doctors, researchers come together offering personalized treatment plans for each patient. Expert team at the WVU Cancer Institute providing compassionate, high-quality care for a brighter tomorrow. Fifteen locations now across the region. You can always find world-class care close to home. Call 855-WVU-CARE to schedule an appointment or visit wvumedicine.org slash cancer, wvumedicine.org slash cancer. Well, I looked over while I was reading that, and uh, the red light that sits above Coach Hunter's 
score center when the Mountaineers get a home run just went off. Coach Hunter, did the did the light hit it right? Is that correct? You are correct. West Virginia bottom of one, got out of the top of one, gave up a triple with Ooh. two outs, but got out without any damage. Uh, Tevin Tucker pops out, but then they plunk J.J. Weatherholt. They do not want to face the 470 oh hitter. Where'd they hit him? Hit him right in the keister. Oh, the old keister. And then uh, next batter up, Landon Wallace. Rather than getting hit himself, yeah. he takes one out to right center field for a two-run home run. West Virginia, bottom of one, jumps out to a 2 nothing lead over the Sooners. So a couple things there. We were watching that at bat, and that's one way to keep Weatherholt from drilling one off the wall on you is to go ahead and try and hit him. I'm still incredulous people aren't pitching around it. There you saw it. I mean, that pitch was almost, was behind him. Literally yeah. hit him in the butt. So they're not pitching around him. They're throwing pitching behind, behind him. him. Yeah, they can't get it. But his presence on the base pass there helps out Landon Wallace. This is another area. This is one of those things that doesn't show up in a box score, but it's so critical. They're worried about him over at first, right? Because what is he, top five in yes. nation stolen bases? So they throw over two. once, but that's not the important part. That pitcher brought three fastballs right there to Landon Wallace in four pitches. So Wallace is getting fastballs. He can sit fastball, got one he liked, and drove it out. Credit, if you, if you did assists, that would be an assist for Weatherholt there that's because great. of his base pass. Yeah. That's a great. That's a great point. Um, well, he was a guest over at Randy's show on uh, on Monday at Mondays. I uh, got a uh, a uh, nasty text from someone last night that said I was saying Mondays Mondays. So it's not Mondays. It's Mondays. Yeah, I made a big deal out of that. M U N D Y. I know it's M U N D Y. Yeah, that's what I, you I were get saying. That. They were, were saying. saying he was saying I was saying it was Mondays. Like you were saying the day of the week. Yeah, I think that might be. So a you little- were saying Monday instead of Monday. I was saying that's what they were saying that I was saying Monday. I said they said I was saying Monday, but instead of Mondays, you should say Monday. Exactly what I thought. Coach Hunter, Raekwon battle officially on the dotted line. Hugs yeah. made the announcement today. Yeah, we had him on friend what, of the program two, two weeks sure. ago. Uh, he committed to West Virginia quite a while ago, uh, but today officially announced. So all the transfers that West Virginia has gotten commitments from have now signed on the dotted line uh, with uh, Jesse Edwards, now Raekwon Battle, um, Kirk Hresha, and uh, we, we oh, Severio yesterday as well. So uh, you've got, I don't know if you counted as four or five, I don't know how many transfers you want to count because Jose Perez also is hasn't played in a game but was with the team throughout last year. But Jose hasn't played in a game. He's lettered. Yeah. <laughs> He's, I mean, you know, he, he can certainly file in taxes in Morgantown. He and Eric Stevenson lettered his coaches last <laughs> season. They were just they're just there to help out. So so, it's a club. Yeah, you've got all those. I mean, I guess the question now is, is West Virginia still in, interested in, in bringing in yet another? Uh, you count up scholarships-wise, which in today's world means absolutely nothing. Doesn't matter. You, you're, you're at the, the limit of 13, but um, – we know how that works. It's always room. Yeah. Well, ask Deion Sanders. Always room. <laughs> I mean, yeah, always room. So, okay. Okay. And it won't be long where those guys will start going up and down open gym. That'll be kind of fun when they start to literally all go on the floor at the same time. Because graduate school's done now. First, this mm-hmm. spring semester is complete. And like summer school starts a week from this coming Monday. So that's the first batch. And that's when they can enroll. They can be here. And then we'll start to see the first open gym. And then before you know it, boom, 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 some camps here, some camps there. And then Italy. go to Italy in August. Yeah. 
Have you talked to anybody over there? I mean, is this a a club that runs three guards a vast majority of the time? Well, that's what we remember. That's what we were talking about. I think they've got the flexibility to yes, do that. They got the flexibility to do other things. I mean, they could play it any way you want to go now. Given what they've brought in in the backcourt, it would seem that's the most likely option. That that's where a lot of your scores are, and then it's just a matter of you're you're well stocked at the at the five. I mean, I know there's not one through five anymore like there used to be, but you're big in the middle. You've got you've got some depth there. So I think couple couple questions come up. Do you ever play two bigs at once? Do Edwards and Wagi ever play? Can Okonkwo and Edwards play together? Do you ever see those two mixed in? Because you know Trey Mitchell's going to get the bulk of the run in the front court. And then I think that other position there along the front line, there's a third front line position that's potentially open. So you can slide in the third guard. You can drop a Josiah Harris in there. Can you play two bigs at once? So, yeah, I do think you have a lot of flexibility. Now, you think Bob might want to put two bigs out there? Well, I think he'd like to. Oh. I think he'd be giddy he'd with like that. He'd like to put four of them. Yeah, there. he'd like four and then a point guard or maybe have uh, Jesse Edwards bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> so you got yeah. four posts. Who could be a, a, a true forward for you if you didn't want to? You get a Konku, Wagi, Pat Sumnick. A tr- like, you mean like Trey Mitchell? Trey no, Mitchell? yeah, well, somebody, not Trey, but one of those other four. I mean, Jesse Edwards, who, who, who could slide over if you need them to slide over? Okonkwo. Okonkwo, okay. they think that they think he's more. They think he's a four. That's what they think he okay. is. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what they think. Yeah. yeah, so that would be the answer. All right, stay with us. One more break to take. Text line three zero four. Talk three zero four. Stay with us. More coming up. CityNet Statewide Sports Line. The most advanced tools in pediatric surgery are the hands of the surgeons at WVU Medicine Children's. The heart and neuroscience centers at WVU Medicine Children's Hospital bring together the medical, surgical, and support services your family needs, making it the premier destination for the diagnosis and treatment of neurological and congenital heart conditions. At WVU Medicine Children's, we will be with you every step of the way. Visit wvukids.com. West Virginians owe a big thank you to the State Public Service Commission for their efforts to keep the Pleasance coal-fired power plant operational. The commission reviewed comprehensive expert testimony in areas of resource adequacy, capacity factors, reliability, economics, reasonable alternatives, and the cost of comparable electric generation. The commission unanimously ordered First Energy and Mon Power to continue their due diligence while keeping the Pleasance power plant in a state of readiness without causing any layoffs or individual hardships to state residents. This is a win-win for everyone involved. While some state manufacturers joined with the Sierra Club and climate extremists to advocate the premature closure of the plant, we are proud of the tremendous response from all friends of coal and coal-fired power workers who voiced their support for keeping Pleasance open. The Public Service Commission has become the most deliberative and judicious body across state government, and we appreciate their efforts. A message from the Friends of Cole. Live from the Health Plan Studios, the CityNet Statewide Sports Line returns in two minutes on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. 
Metro News This Morning. The biggest stories from around the state of West Virginia, when you want them. Brought to you by Burdett Camping Center, home of the RV warranty forever. Chris Lawrence at the Anchor Desk. We are ready to get the day started in West Virginia with all of the information you need. Kerry Hudasek brings you the day's headlines. Power companies will continue negotiations regarding the acquisition of the Pleasance Power Station, which is set to shut down in June. In an order filed Monday afternoon, the State Public Service Commission said those talks should continue, but didn't decide on a surcharge proposal to ratepayers. Kyle Wiggs at the sports desk. A lot of news surrounding the Mountaineer baseball team. They took a big jump in the polls following that weekend sweep of TCU. West Virginia in first place in the Big 12. They're ranked 17th by Baseball America. They're ranked number 18 in the D1 baseball poll. And Hoppy Kerchival's daily commentary. Metro News This Morning brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Listen where you get your favorite podcasts and online at wvmetronews.com. Weekdays at 3 on Hotline, we talk about what you're talking about in sports, popular culture, tech, and more. We pepper our daily lineup with renowned local and national guests with authoritative perspectives on a wide variety of topics from high school sports to Hollywood and the financial markets. Every day, Coop and I have irreverent discussions with you using texts and tweets, plus our exclusive content like the question of the day in or out in Beer Friday. Metro News Hotline, weekdays on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. What you need to know today is just a click away. WVMetroNews.com has the latest statewide news stories from the capital city to your hometown. Follow your favorite sports teams from high school to the pros. Hunting and fishing information is always on the outdoors page. And never miss your favorite Metro News program with live streams and archived episodes. Wherever you are in the Mountain State, the information you need is at WVMetroNews.com. All right, we're back with a reminder for you that being up to date on your COVID-19 shots, the best protection against severe COVID for anyone who is six months and older, staying up to date on your COVID-19 shots means you're far less likely to get super sick or have to go to the hospital or potentially die from COVID, even if you do test positive. At this time, most folks do for an updated Omicron COVID-19 shot. Find out if you're due, use the vaccination calculator at vaccinate.wv.gov. That's vaccinate.wv.gov. Had a text question. What's the big belt buckle being worn by the Mountaineer baseball team? So that would be similar to when you see a football team offensively have those uh, play sheets on their waist or sometimes you see a quarterback has it in his uh, hand warmer with the play calls on it. Same thing. That's their play sheet that they have calls on and things of that nature. Coach Hunter, back to the score center. West Virginia was up 2-zip. Last time we left you, you have bases loaded. Now, what's going on, Coach Bases Hunter? loaded, two outs. West Virginia had a chance to even extend on that 2 nothing lead in the bottom of the first, but a fly ball out gets Sooners out of the inning without any further damage going into the top of the second. Two nothing. So it it is interesting. Where'd that ball go? How, where? How, where? Uh, no, second baseman uh, it, it, with a sort of a looping fly keep, ball. Keep that traffic on the bases. You'll you'll bust yep. them through there. It's interesting that that play sheet that I and again, Brad, you can tell me what what a hitter runner would need 
a dozen plays for. I mean, you well, know about some of three. it, some of it's positional alignment. Okay, right? Because in the in the days of, I mean, you don't you don't shift, and I know Major League mm-hmm. Baseball's outlawed that, but again, with college. those those analytics and the spray charts and the tendencies, you're going to position different people based on on that. So rather than saying, as as we do sometimes at the youth level, hey Johnny, move in, come on it, <laughs> lefty, up. lefty, back, back up. So now you can just tell the out, you can just see the outfielders four or whatever the yeah. signal is. They can look at their chart and see where to, where it's, to position. It, the other technology that I really hadn't noticed until this year was the pitch calm that the pitchers wear. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a wristwatch type thing, Fitbit mm-hmm. thing. They look at their wrist. And, exactly. Randy uh, calls the pitches. Yeah. He was asked at his coach's show this week on Monday, Mondays, at Mondays. It was on Monday at Mondays. And he was asked about that, and he said, what happens if a pitcher waves him off? And his answer was, after he made a joke, he said no. He said they have you know, certain upperclassmen absolutely have the ability to do sure. that. I don't, I'm not crazy about a freshman doing it, but if an upperclassman feels, no, actually, I feel much better about throwing this pitch right now, go after it. Yeah. But he said, now, freshmen, they got to kind of earn that because I have to have a little bit more control so that they don't get out of their uh, out of their lane there. Yeah, but you want to let a guy, especially those guys that have established themselves, let them let them throw what they're comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Imagine Manoa and he if they'd had the pitch comp. Yeah, that probably he said Manoa. Manoa would have put it under his foot, stepped on it, and grounded <laughs> into the dirt, and then thrown whatever he wants. <laughs> he did. He said Manoa was. He said when you went out there to talk to Manoa to take him out of a game, he said well, it was not a fun. He told time. us he didn't like yeah. doing. He didn't like doing that. Yeah. I mean, I get Manoa it. Manoa would square up on yeah. him and debate him. No, that's what you want, out. right? I mean, that's what we want. <laughs> yeah. You want a guy. That's awesome. You want a guy that's got a little something, oh, something. so good. To him. Hey, right. Unfortunately, speaking of Manoa, the, the Blue Jays are in, in Pittsburgh this weekend, but Manoa's not going to get one of the starts here in the three-game series that, that began this evening, just yeah. on the way. Yep, absolutely. Uh, he's going to have to miss this one. All right, so that's it. Great weekend weather here. Follow the Mountaineer baseball team. Greg Carey, thanks for joining us. He'll have his story tonight at WVMetroNews.com. Special thank you to our producer, Taylor Kennedy. Always around and doing a fantastic job. We certainly do appreciate that. For Coach Hunter and the Senator, have yourself a good weekend, and we'll see you. Take care. From the Health Plan Studios, the CityNet Statewide Sports Line is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved.